Hi, this is Mark from Dragon Force. This is Charlotte from The Lane. I'm Greg Browning from Crimson Shadows. This is Vicky Sarakis from The Agonist. Hey guys, this is Thomas from Camelot, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Crank it up. Welcome back, listeners, to another of our Metal Artist interviews. Today we're joined by Oscar Rangel from the Toronto-based metal band Operas. Oscar, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you for the interest and for calling. Before we get into some of the background discussion, I understand Operas performed a very exciting show recently, opening for power metal legend Sonata Artica, Oh, it was a very, very good show for us. Um, it was also a special show for us because it was our first ever show with the new lineup that we have. So we took our time to get back on stage. I think it took us about two years of hard work for most of the band members. And then right after we released the album, we had to change drummers. So this was, in a way, the beginning of a new era for us. And what was the response of the fans there? Obviously, many there, most to see Sonata Artica, but did you feel like you got a good response from the audience and that fans embraced the band? Yeah, it was good. We actually sold out our CD. Um, we got the people, there were a bunch of people headbanging and screaming and clapping, so involvement from the crowd. You alluded to the background of the band the two years prior. Give me a thumbnail sketch of how the band Operas came to be. Well, I I started writing just music for like, I used to play in a power metal band back in Mexico. And at some point, I just started to write my own music without thinking which the instrumentation is going to be. Because before I had to think, oh, I had two guitar players and a keyboard player, so I can't write more than, than that. So for this project, I just started letting my imagination go. And then... Didn't even look for musicians until I moved to Canada. And then even then, it took me a good maybe five years to find the right people. And then we started putting together the band, and that's how it basically came to be. I'll put all my cards on the table. I'm a huge fan of symphonic and operatic metal bands, and most of them are female-fronted. What's the reaction to a band in that genre that maybe doesn't fit that same stereotype? Yeah, like, to be honest, that was one of the the main objectives that I had when when we started building the band. Because a lot of people will just think, okay, this is the perfect kind of music to, to have a female-fronted band, right? But at the same time, I think that's also... a it's been probably played out. Like there's way too many new upcoming bands that they're amazing. But I also try to have my own vision on things. And I've always been a great, like a big fan of bands like Rhapsody of Fire or like Sonata Artica, Stradivarius and other male fronted bands. So I figure why not have a twist and we have a very symphonic band 
but a lot of us come from very extreme metal genres like thrash, including the the singer Will Patterson. He used to sing in a band called Exile, and his main focus was always thrash and really aggressive vocals. You mentioned Will, the lead singer. Talk us through the other members that make up the band and kind of what strengths they bring to Operas. Um, the bass player, Wojtek, played a really important uh, role in the band because he was the first member from this lineup that I found. And together we build up what we have right now. He used to play in a black metal band called Eclipse Eternal. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but they're pretty popular up here, but now they are broken up because they split up. So we have him. Uh, he has a lot of great ideas for orchestrations. And this is one of the things I love about operas, the way it's working now. It's not just a one-man project. Like I did start the band and I composed most of the music, but everybody has the same in the final cut. So I love that. Um, we have JJ on drums. JJ is a, a very known musician in Toronto and in Canada. Um, he's also the promoter for the metal bar, battle, the vacuum battle in Canada. We're really happy to have him on board. Um, then we have uh, Robin Howe. He's the, the cello player in the band, one of the main assets, I would say, live. Everybody goes crazy every time he just plays like two notes. So, <laughs> yeah, he's an amazing teacher. He has uh, a master's degree, actually, in cello. And he's the, the one guy that I usually communicate the most when composing. I always ask his opinions because he has the most experience playing in orchestra. And that's one of the big things we want to achieve in opera. We want to be able to sound like classical music with a metal element, as opposed to metal music with classical elements. And then we have Rob Holden, who's the other guitar player. And we, so we ask him to, we constantly ask him, the bass player is also one of his best friends. So we corner him once at a show. Just as, We just told him, we didn't even ask him. We were like, dude, you're playing now, but... And after so many years, he was like, okay, cool, I'll do it. And now we're just like a very tight group, I think. It's an amazing group of people. We never have like dramas and stuff like that, so it's pretty good. Sounds like an impressive lineup. But Oscar, tell me a little bit about your own history. How did you first get into music? I was about 12 years old, probably younger than that, when I started listening to music. Like with my friends, we decided to make a band when we were 12. and. We took guitar lessons, and then one thing led to another. So at some point, when I kind of find myself already very submerged in the musical world, I had like four years of experience playing classical guitar and the same four years playing in metal bands as well. So the choice was pretty clear that I was just going to be a musician. But even when I started, that was kind of my path. Like I, I knew I wanted to be a musician when I was 12. Let's talk about this EP, Opus One, and in particular, let's talk about the songs, because I've been listening to these songs the past few weeks and am so impressed. You have four tracks on the EP, some pretty diverse sounds. Uh, tell me about the songs. Yes, well, we first of all, we chose those four songs from a big catalog that we have. We decided to find the, mo the, the four songs that portray the most of our sounds because we don't we're not just looking for one sound we're trying to develop a bunch of different sounds 
because we wanted to make we want the show or we want to make the show an experience that's more like a, a going to the theater as opposed to just going to the metal show where everything is just headbanging and really really heavy stuff so the first song Ackman in it uh the title it's a Latin word or two Latin words that mean army at work. Very solid intro, I think. Yeah, thanks. Yes, exactly. And the voice that was, we chose that song to be the first one because Will's voice is amazing on the intro. Like every, from the first time, whenever we play it at the rehearsals and all that, it always gives me chills. Like that part, like his voice is very expressive. So, and I, I know a lot of, we know a lot of people pay way too much attention into the voice and not so much into the music for some bands so in a way that's kind of the okay here's our our singer um then the second song fates pantomime it's a little bit lighter song it's faster but it's lighter uh it's more melodic and the cello plays a big role in that song is the one where he has a solo very yeah. impressive I, I one one of my favorite parts of this ep yeah, and again, once again, that's the kind of what happens like to we're playing, even if we're headbanging and shredding away, the minute the, the cello comes in and it plays a main part, everybody does great. So that's amazing. Too. And in a way, we wanted to portray, like I said, the first song is about the vocals. Then the second song is about somewhat the cello. Like we always, like we all play important parts in the song, but the main instrument on that song is the cello. And I think that's two of the most uh, representative um, instruments in the band. So at that point, when people already sort of hopefully are convinced of our talent and what, like, what we're about, then we get them to the heavier song, which is the third track. It's called The Book of Shadows. Uh, the Book of Shadows is by far or I think it's by far the most classical song. Ruben, the cello player, is doing a lot of operatic singing. And that, that's kind of the... We attack or we talk or use sounds that we didn't use too much in the first and the second song. So now we're stretching. The, we use a little crash in that song. And the orchestration is more like punch in your face so like it's, it's not there for most of the song but when it comes it comes really strong and then the last song is the one we chose for our lyric video Maya and the Wolf yes that one is very almost like telling a story and that's that's a, again one of the other things we wanted to to make sure people like to get the messages we wanted to send and it was the fact that we are also kind of like uh like an opera, right? The opera, as our name says, like operas is very very close to opera, and operas are usually stories, so we couldn't let that go. And Will is an amazing writer, a songwriter for that kind of thing, so I think it worked out pretty well. The last song, Maya and the Wolf, also has a a middle part where it's just instrumental, and this is something I like to develop in my song that's something that i call a band solo as opposed to like guitar solo this is a very interesting part that has a counterpoint and counterpoint is a technique for composition that has a bunch of melodies at the same time but they're all different and they all sound very nice together 
beautifully done. And again, I thought that was a good selection for your lyric video. Thank you. I we chose it because uh, we thought it was a more dynamic song that probably will reach more people. So we chose that one. This EP, I understand, is a precursor to a full album release, maybe later this year. Where are you as far as production, and can we expect to hear different elements beyond the four songs we've heard on Opus One? Yes, um, we are in pre-production right now. So most of the the themes and the tracks are already built, but they're only built for like with me, and we I still have to go through the process of getting it to the other guys and it always makes the sounds better, right? Everybody has new ideas or maybe little tweaks that make the sound a lot richer. So that's where we are right now in pre-production. We are aiming to have something by September, mid-September, uh, which is probably we, we should start recording in about two or three months if we are supposed to release it on September, but that's what we're hoping for. Uh, and as for the the sounds, yes, you can expect to hear more different uh, like colors, different textures. We have some surprises coming on the next album. Even these four songs are rich with surprises, different sounds that are very exciting. So uh, I'm I'm excited to hear that full album release later in the year. Finally, Oscar, just wrapping up with you, please tell our listeners where they need to go to get their hands on this EP, Opus One, as well as looking forward to that full album release later this year. Yes, our main, we are in iTunes, so if you look up on iTunes, you should be able to get it there. Um, and our main outlet has been Bandcamp. So if you guys go to operus.bandcamp.com, there's a link there where you can get the CD or you can get the digital copy too. So we have both physical or digital. I want to encourage our listeners, if you enjoy melodic metal, operatic metal, metal anywhere from Aventasia to Nightwish, in between any form of symphonic metal, you should check out Operas. This EP, Opus One, is an incredible precursor uh, and I'm so excited to hear the full album coming on later this year. Oscar, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Oh, I'm, I'm trying. Thank you very much for the interest and for helping out, spreading the word. <laughs> <laughs> 